0: Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast. Today I'm joined by Bernadette Petrie, who is a coach with Barefoot Ambition, uh, originally from Northern Ireland but now living in the east coast of Scotland. And this is a great conversation, I would say probably really about, about community, about connection and about coincidence because that is what Bernadette knows for sure, that there is no such thing is coincidence and we talk about those real ways that life shows us that things are going exactly the way they're supposed to. We talk about self-love, about the human journey and also about the challenges that life throws our way. And for Bernadette, that a couple of them were really tough, including breast cancer at the start of the lockdown and how Her trusting of the universe, of the world that life had her, got her through that journey. I hope that you enjoy this. Bernadette, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome. It is
1: lovely to see you. I know people can't see us, but I can see you and uh, I love it. I love love the the synchronicity of it all. So thank you for having me on. Oh,
0: thank you for being my guest. Tell us a wee bit about you, Bernadette.
1: So I guess you would describe me as, because I'm not really keen on labels, but I am a a seeker of of my truth and um, I wear the label of being a qualified life coach and an author um, and a creator of space. Um, Somebody said to me the other day, the thing about you is you give people permission to be. So I Mm. think I'm that kind of, that, that space. And a safe space so i think that's probably that's,
0: where, where that's that's lovely. That's probably you've made me feel really yeah. good about this chat that we chat the way have. it's a safe space isn't it yeah. lovely to be told you're in a yeah. safe space i like that yeah. bernadette i like that a lot yeah. so tell yeah. me what do you know for sure i think that there's well we were talking about this before we placed recording and it's like
1: it's like i feel like i know several things it's like but i know it for sure but then it's like doing it. So I, I guess I one thing I know for sure right now is that there is, I truly believe there's no such thing as coincidence. Yes. I just truly believe that we are all connected and we're always being guided. So that's what I think I, I feel I know for sure is.
0: Yeah, and how has that shown itself to you to be something that you know?
1: Well, I guess for me in my journey of learning to love and cherish who I am as a human being, or even that journey of just being, you know, that human journey that we all go on, you know, we're all born and we, we, we arrive in our family and, and, you know, we're bombarded with outside information. And I think for me, um, that disconnect of outside information versus inside experience has, you know, I think that's the unique human experience, you know, we're, we've got stuff going on around us. Um, But we think we're alone. We think we're the only one that Mm. feels the way we do. We think we're the only one that has dark thoughts. We think, you know, we might think we're the only one that has really dark thoughts, like even suicidal thoughts. But it's like more than anything in my experience of the last 11 years, people have been like, I feel that same way too, or I felt the same way too, or... Mm oh, I feel like you've been speaking my story or, you know, having written my book, the biggest thing is like, oh, it's as if you were in my mind. And so that kind of, we are all connected. Um, You know, for me, that it just kind of feels, it feels lighter. It feels lighter. And I can walk on the days when I lean into, nothing's a coincidence. We're all connected. I can walk taller and lighter. And Mm -hmm. I don't take it all so seriously. I don't feel as heavy. I don't feel as much pressure, you know, I'm in what Michael Neal would call the big reality. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm in the other energy of thinking it's just about me and it's all about me and and it's, and it's I'm not good enough, I'm in that small reality. So it's definitely choosing to believe that thought um,
0: mm-hmm. just feels better. It does. It and I think that, that whole concept of finding common ground, we can all reflect, can't we, on times in our life where we sort of uh, looked at someone and said, you too? And how it was just such a a watershed moment, I can reflect on it a few times. But I think that universal thing as well, because even this week alone, I've had four or five messages to my social media account saying, and I feel as if when you put a post up that you are speaking directly to me.
1: Uh, Yes. And that means you're speaking your truth. And if you're speaking your truth, it resonates out and it makes it's kind of like the signal can get through. Yeah. You're on the right frequency, which, oh. as a radio presenter, <laughs> Aye. Aye.
0: <laughs> Aye. and as that just finding common ground with people, and we have, there is more that unites us than divides us. There, oh, gosh, yeah.
1: Without a doubt, I think I was, I, was, uh, I was thinking about what I was listening to last night and just in terms of the, the information I got last night. And in one part, I was listening to the wonderful Dr. David Hamilton talking about, you know, kindness is our innate nature. It's who we are by default. And as someone who grew up in Northern Ireland, born in the year of the troubles that they all kicked off, my reality is people are kinder and more connected and more similar opposite you know in their polarity they don't know that but actually if they were to meet each other if they actually were to be actually in physical contact with all that stuff they would realize that there's so there's so much more that that we have and it's actually our natural the science that goes back that that is our natural um that's our natural lenience is to is to care to be kind to to want to connect it's like our heart it's like our you know that the big reality i'm holding this up the big this is the truth of who we are mm-hmm. but when we feel under pressure or threatened or whatever we become like this mm-hmm. and you know and that's you know closed and so it's um yeah i think that and but the media we're, we're kind of caught in that trap and just that the, the world's a scary place the world's this and that kind of makes us that disconnects us whereas yeah. you know there is actually there's just people are people are Generally, I think my experience of people in the last 11 years particularly and even throughout my life, it's like people are kind, people are good, people are doing the best they can, Um, you know, people are people.
0: You know, and there's that real element in that, I suppose, string running through what you're saying about our need to to be in community as such, to feel as if we have things in common with people that we're walking the same path. And therefore, we're obviously recording this in March 21. So we are in lockdown still. Yes. So we're almost a year We're just a week away from it being a couple of weeks away from it being a year of this. And therefore, Mm -hmm. how have you managed to keep community or have you? What has that journey been like of trying to find common ground, trying to find people who resonate on the same way as you? You know that, that you're talking about coincidences. That's harder to do when you never leave the house, or is it not? What's your experience been? Well, it's interesting, because I
1: think the thing with lockdown, everybody is having, I keep hearing that expression, everyone's in the same boat, and it's very clear to me that we're not all in the same boat, because no, everybody's got a different experience. So for my, I actually, at the start of lockdown, I found out I had breast cancer. So my experience of lockdown kind of changed, because it was like, oh, I've actually got breast cancer which is something I never thought I would ever ever get um I just didn't I just didn't even I thought my boobs were too small I'm never going to get breast cancer you know so my experience of the year has been uh kind of completely different and I probably went through the the feeling of feeling like I wasn't doing enough I wasn't connecting enough because I had to sort of do that healing and that journey um, although in the first stage of the lockdown I did do quite a lot of online I did meditations online with people once a week every Sunday I did it all the way through until I started my um radiotherapy treatment so um and I said you know it's like so I think community I think I'm a hibernator by nature and I feel like you know I, I have that great trust that there's a that you know just because people aren't arguing about doesn't mean that there's not stuff happening, yeah. you know, alone and that there is community. I think that sense of, I think if people are listening that they, if they feel that they, you know, they haven't done enough, it's like, you know, you're not the only person in the world that is, is capable of, making it go round. The world goes around. So you you do what you, you have to do and you do the best you can. And so I think for me, it's been a big year of internal growth, a big year yeah. of 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 just sort of that. Another, you know, it's like, um, as my coach said to me, it's about slowing down to speed up. So I feel like I've just been kind of just really being sort of pulled inwards um, to go in that inner journey to then so that I'll be, kind of systems all firing when the world is starting to connect again and it's going to bring up for people stuff that they will have to deal with like when I I had a big awakening 11 years ago that lasted that time and then it took a whole other period of time of recovery and then I was ready to seek out people who were writing stuff that I now talk about so it's kind of like everybody will be you know that goes back to there's no such thing as coincidence you're exactly where you need to be you're doing exactly what you need to be doing for a bigger reason or a, a you know there's a bigger plan a bigger game plan we aren't you know we aren't in charge of the game yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. but we can we can be in it so I don't know if that answers you that's no, kind of like that's right perfect. so esoteric.
0: It's so perfect Bernadette. See that that belief you've got that it's all part of the plan, we're always in this perfect place. Were you able to embrace that when you faced your cancer diagnosis oh
1: absolutely yeah um almost I feel like I mean I I will say I was I feel like I I was given a nudge a nudge from the universe um about three weeks before I discovered the lump so I actually had just been to Bali in Australia and Cambodia had been on this amazing trip and I was brown and tanned and I was 51 and I'm like check you and I actually looked in the mirror and I was like admiring my boobs after a shower they go you know not bad for 51 and this kind of little wh- whisper came in well now just about that and it was like no I looked at the mirror I was like really no seriously and I kind of just thought that was odd that was an odd it was almost as if someone just went you know like that and then two weeks later I had a massage with one of the practitioners at the Barefoot Sanctuary which is the wellness center that I'd set up and she kept being drawn to work on my right this here area which is where I, I where the you know not on the breast but around the shoulder and all of that and then she just said, I kept being drawn to that. I kept being drawn to that. So I was like, hmm, and that must have just percolated. And then literally the next night in bed, I was sitting with my hand on my right breast. I seemed to have a resting position sometimes. Like, you know, reading a book, I just, my hand just went there. And I felt this mother of a lump that I was like, as if somebody had just put a rock in my chest that I had sworn wasn't there the day before. And so it was like, wow. And even in the day when I, it was about three, two weeks later. three weeks later, it was actually on St Patrick's Day, just as the world was really going into kind of mm-hmm. the early, not full lockdown, but that whole thing. I'd actually closed the barefoot sanctuary that day in terms of we we couldn't operate for that until to, for the foreseeable future. And um, I walked in to get the, you know, to get go through the mammogram and everything else, and it was just. I had Glennon Dawes' book with me. We can do her book. What was it called? Untamed. untamed, I had, but the only thing I could think of is we can do hard things. We can do hard things. And I think my message was, was like, again, I was just like, oh, I was reading that. That was the bit where I was sitting there reading. We can do hard things. And I thought, I think the hard thing is maybe it is maybe I am going to be one of the ones out of this room that's going to have the diagnosis but I think it's maybe just a a, a more of an inner growth and -hmm. it's like the whole world is going to go through a shift and we can do hard things so I kind of feel like I thought wow and because I have that total from my experience 11 years before of kind of feeling that I understood the big g word that word in a in a way that i could totally know or believe i just was like well, wow well you know this has to be something else this has to be for a reason um i just you know but i w- i will say i would have i dived into denial and all those different stages yeah. um in the mixture of between breast cancer covid you know the world all of these things you know it's like it's like the breakdown you the human brain can't quite comprehend yeah. what do you mean it'll go on for six months what it'll go on for a year what am I might you know and it was just this all of this was happening mm-hmm. at the same time as this other voice going you know just you know this is a slow burner. you have to you know really you know get back to the basics of taking care of yourself and and tuning in and listening and all of those things rather than um you know sprint out of it this isn't a sprint this is a this is a marathon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I, yeah, that, that has definitely, definitely helps. I, I definitely have days where I forget all of that, yeah. where I'm in this, when I'm in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but then there's like, when I'm in that beautiful heart open space,
0: Yeah,
1: um, it feels different.
0: And when you reflect, so you've, you've already given us your age, so in your early 50s, there's been lots of life experience. There's been some really tough times. There's been some... I'm sure undoubtedly trauma over having cancer and all that. When you reflect back on all of it, do you still see that element of coincidence? Do you still accept it all for what it was and you wouldn't change it? Or are there things you think, yeah. no, I don't understand why that happened?
1: Um, there are some things that I still don't there's some things that I don't understand yet, but I know that I will. Yeah. So it's like I when I when I so I went into the Glasgow Priory in 2010, having been diagnosed with having potential manic, whatever. I knew I was having this spiritual awakening. Mm. And I knew I was, and I but I did have to go through a mental breakdown. Yeah. And I remember about five or six days into the priory, standing, looking at a quote on the wall, and just feeling in that moment, every single moment of my life makes sense today. Mm. Everything. And I wouldn't change one thing. I'm not in that space necessarily today I haven't got that exact clarity but I know that that's because I'm just in another period of transition I believe I am and therefore uh it's like but I know it will make sense I'll be like I'm like I'm looking forward to day. oh now I get it now mm. I understand you know and it was a beautiful feeling of oh now I get it and it sort of was um it was a magical feeling when you get when you have that oh, everything makes sense but it doesn't always have to make sense every single day. Yeah. It just doesn't. And it's like, that's that's the magical mystery. It's like if we knew, you know, if if we knew exactly what was going to happen all the time, we would have no joy from watching films or movies or reading books or anything. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I like the magic.
0: Um, so you would say that you trust life then? 100%.
1: Yeah, 100%. there are parts of me that struggle with that but the big reality is I absolutely I trust life yeah life I trust it I think it's uh, a miracle
0: yeah Mm -hmm. great thank you so much for joining me on the podcast Bernadette it's been a pleasure oh thank you Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite.